Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Jaron Miller, and welcome to the Classic Series Redrive. Check them up. Let's get started. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome in to the Redrive. Um, this is episode number 30 already. It's really hard to believe. It seems like a month ago we were, uh, me and Logan were wandering around in a store trying to find podcast um, equipment that we really knew nothing about. And here we are at the end of 2021, episode number 30 already. Um, it's definitely been a learning experience. It's been a great time. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, the, the year flew by. I'm just thankful for all you listeners. Hope everybody's uh, been having a great uh, great holiday and getting some time off spending with your, your family. Um, joining us here at our, at our uh, we're going to call it the year-end recap, I guess, um, we have, uh, of course, producer Logan Reinhold. He does all the hard work um, right here at um, Reinhold Tack and Western Wear. Um, he opens, he's has opened his doors up to us from day one here uh, and let us set up right here in the middle of his store and record here um, after hours. And then he still has to go home and does do all the producing and editing and just does a fantastic job. Also joining us in here. Mr. Mark Hostetler, he is the treasurer um, of the Classic Series. Um, also joining us, Kyle Forsyth. Kyle Forsyth is a past president. He's joining us uh, via Zoom from Idaho. He uh, He's the guy that kind of brainstormed this whole Redrive podcast idea and uh, brought it uh, forth to the board, and, and everybody kind of jumped on it. And uh, so it's been Definitely been uh, definitely been a really good uh, thing. So uh, the four of us, and also Kevin Wilson uh, joining us. He is uh, director of the Classic Series. We've kind of been doing this uh, all year together as a been a joint effort. That's for sure. Also joining us is. Um, uh, the new board of directors just been voted in. Um, Carl Adi joining us from Kansas. Carl and his wife Kayla um, have a Belgian uh, gelding hitch there in Kansas. Um, great group of people. Carl, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it's Dr. Carl Adi, associate professor at Kansas State University. Is that correct? Yep, that is correct. But Carl is good. Okay. Uh, also joining <laughs> so I us. Tell my students. There you go. Uh, Doyle Dingman, um, he's been on the board before, um, does a great job, and uh, he's you know voted back in here, board of directors, joining us from uh, Bellevue, Michigan. Him and his uh, wife, Renee, uh, run a great uh, perchin out, uh, perchin bunch there in, in Bellevue. So, Doyle, welcome on. And, uh, Doyle, you, you studied at Kansas State back in the day, didn't you? Technology. No, I did more than study there. And actually, I did very little studying there, but I graduated from there with a four-year degree. <laughs> so, very little studying, a lot of other things, but you did graduate from Kansas State. So you and Carl got uh, got something in common yeah. there. That's pretty you cool. You know, Kansas State's a small town, but there are a lot of distractions. <laughs> oh my. That's for sure. I couldn't imagine Doyle <laughs> getting distracted. Oh, I never did. I mean, you know... When it was time for exams, I was on target, buddy. I bet they did give you that piece of paper at the end of it, so you're doing something right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I spent a lot of time in Weber Hall. Uh, so, the yeah, new board directors, uh, like I said, board of directors, Carl and Doyle. <laughs> and outgoing will be uh, Kelly Gardner, will be 
president outgoing and the late Larry Hansberger. So, uh, Hostetler, Mark, you said you guys are having a re, uh, reorganization meeting here soon coming up and switching some chairs around here. Yeah. January 4th, I think is our plan to reorganize and, um, appoint committees and, uh, you know, people that will chair those committees. And like we've been saying, we want to expand our subcommittees that we have here uh, on the board and, um, you know, the show committee and marketing and membership. And uh, I don't know, there's a few others, the classic cart committee, you know, do we already have a, a youth board committee and Kevin uh, obviously is on that as well. And, and uh, so we're going to be, you know, you know, appointing committee uh, chairs and then, you know, that so-called chair can, you know, reach out and uh, get people on there and uh, kind of get more of the membership involved, more or less. That's um, that's what we're trying to do. And if this thing keeps growing and growing and the more help we can get and the more feedback we can get from more people, I think uh, that'll be better for the organization. Yeah, absolutely. I should also give a shout out to um, um, Laura Mitchell. She is the secretary and Abby Powell, executive secretary and treasurer, not on with us, but also a sit on the board. So uh, a lot of new things happening. Uh, there was some proposals sent out and um, three out of the four proposals did pass. Um Kevin, uh, do you want to maybe uh, talk on maybe one of those, one of the ones that passed here? Well, um, one one board proposal that that we talked about and uh, went through was on the administration side. So uh, now we you've, there's some specific deadlines to get your show reported uh, to make sure that the the show's reported and its dues are paid um, well in advance of the show actually taking place. Um, which passed actually by with a tremendous amount of support from the membership. And I know personally from being at the finals and working at the front door, greeting the people that were coming, it is very surprising the area that people are traveling to get to these shows now and asking us questions, uh, you know, when they're making their travel plans for the summer, what shows are on at what time. So this, this proposal that passed, I think, will help alleviate a lot of the last-minute additions and uh, our fans, if they want to know earlier when they're planning a trip or if they're in the area on business and if there's something going on, they can run over to our website and figure that out. So that was one of the ones that got passed which I was glad to see get through. Yeah, and it's not that more than fair that – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. Well, that was also increasing the uh, show dues from 150 to 200 right? Yeah, that was in in addition to that, there was an increase of $50 um, to register your show to be a classic series point show. And that is just for the show. It's not for each six horse hitch. Um, So, yeah, that was. uh, I think the cool thing about that or not the cool thing about it, but the positive about that is how much the, the classic series has done for the shows as far as uh, publicity um, and then also just the computer systems and some of those things that have been improved has made life so much easier for the shows. So, oh, the so report- some of that extra yeah, the- $50 is going towards that, right? Yeah. The reporting side of it now, like it's online, it's digital, um, you know, and that costs the money to bring that stuff um, to the, to the show. And, you know, Hey, that as soon as that show was done, you can go on the website and log in and put the results in and it automatically tabulates the points. 
Um, so yeah. And then, you know, for exhibitors that are tracking it, you know, Hey, if they want to see where they're at, I think today to think we have one show that we don't have the points in for this new calendar year that somebody had moved on at the, on the show committee and our board right now is trying to track them down to try to get those points recorded. But, uh, yeah, it's just keeping up with the times. And just to add to that as when it will go to effect, it will go into effect next year. Um, and uh, so, like, the show is being held between March 1st through the May 31st. They must have their show registered by February 15th. Um, there, there, is a, uh, there is, you know, a grace period there if you are late, but it will be an extra $200 to get your show registered if you, uh, you pass that deadline, unless it's a new show. If you're a new show that, say, um, you know, first of March, you decide you want to have a, you know, have a show May 28th, you know, Memorial Day weekend. Um, we, there is also a, a pass on that as well on, on new shows. We would like to thank Ship Shawana Harness and Supply in Ship Shawana, Indiana. Mr. Bob Schrock, if you're looking for products for the show ring or at the farm from A to Z, anything you need, horse nutrition, tack, you name it, make sure you check them out, shipshawanaharness.com. Follow them on Facebook or visit their shop in beautiful Ship Shawana, Amish country, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. And Saturday, 8 a.m. till 12 noon. Call Mr. Bob Schrock, 260-768. 7254 for all your draft horse needs. So that was kind of a, it's a kind of a house cleaning proposal. I yeah, guess. just the housekeeping. And like Kevin said, it had overwhelming support. Keeping that was what I was looking for. Yeah, it had el- overwhelming support by by the memberships that vote, the by the membership vote. And Carl, um, maybe I'm going to you here for a minute. There's a lot of things that are changing, and you're hopping right on board on this deal. So what about that proposal that we just talked about, the show deadline, the show fees? What are your thoughts and feedback on that? You know, I think it's a great one to, to from the house cleaning, cleaning side of things, you know, to make things run smoother. Um, there's there's massive benefits to that. You know, for the, the, the slight increase in what the shows have to pay, I think that's, you know, a necessary thing is things – you know, technology adds a little cost, but it's also, you know, with the podcast and to be able to promote in so many different ways, these shows in advance, you know, those, those things take a little time and take a little bit of money. So I think that particular proposal, you know, with the membership support, as much as it was for that proposal really highlights that the membership wants to, you know, they want to know what's coming in advance and, uh, you know, have those things in place that makes it easier to get the, the points out faster so we can track things, whether you're the hitch itself trying to see where you at fall in, or if you're just a, a general fan wanting to know, just like, you know, we want to know the football score uh, after the weekend as soon as we can, the same things here, um, you know, the technology and all that comes into play. So I think this is a, a was a great proposal to push through to allow some of those things to, to, to stay in place and to get better over time. And I would I would like to really encourage our shows too to to get your results in after the shows and as soon as you can because you know like you said um, sports fans they get on the ESPN app and they're looking up you know what all the the schedule you know what what teams won that day or whatever and I think the following that's growing for the classic series 
especially when it comes to June, July, August, they want to know the points and, and the exhibitors want to know the points and where they have to be. Um, and it's fun to hop on there and see where everybody's at in the point standings. Um, so it'd be nice for the shows to get those in as soon as they can. So Abby and or whoever's the secretary and treasurer can update those. Um, another proposal that passed was um, raising the um, premiums from twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars. If you have an all breed six um, hooked an all breed six more than once, is that correct, Mark? Am I saying that right? Or so that's kind of a tricky one, a little bit. I know there was a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, there has been some, uh, you know, talking. Uh, and Kevin can chime in on this as well, and, and and Carl and Doyle. But there has been a misunderstanding, I feel like, on this one um, from people that I've talked with, um, you know, show managers that we have, you know, communicated with this here in the past week uh, or this past month, and uh, it, you know, um, you know, automatically they just think, you know, every six horse hitch, you know, has to pay out five thousand or. Um, you know, if you hook a six at a show, it automatically is a, is a classic series point show. No, it, it not necessarily doesn't work that way, you know? So, uh, then at the end of it, I, you know, I just use an, ex, as an example, um, you know, I'm just going to use the Royal for an example. And, and, you know, you know, they have their breed classes. You have a, you know, a Pertrin six, a Belgian six and a Clydesdale six. And, you know, those only required to be paid out 2,500 your breed or gender specific classes like a Percher Mare 6, a Clyde Gelding 6, a Belgian Mare 6, those would only have to be paying out 2,500. Um, now, when you have an open show at that shows as well, like that Saturday night championship six at the Royal, that would be a $5,000 uh, payout requirement. And so that there's been a little bit of confusion there, a um, little bit of misunderstanding. Um, but, you know, you know, the shows that have uh, you know, multiple six horse hitch classes combined, like those are going to have to be required now to pay out $5,000. And at the end of this, we're not doing this to be, uh, hurting the shows or anything like that. What this all comes down to is trying to put more money in, in the membership's pockets. And, you know, it, uh, it passed and, um, I'm, you know, as a board, we're, you know, happy it passed and, uh, Kevin, if I'm missing out on anything, just chime right in and, you know, tell me what you think. The, the only thing that, uh, I'd want to add to that was uh, it doesn't change the, the payout. If your show only offers one six horse hitch. Thanks Kevin. So I forgot horse, about that. If your six horse hitch is uh, an old show, it's a North American classic series event and it, it, it will still be at the $2,500. It's if you have multiple, if you offer open, multiple open six horse hitches, let me get that right. <clears throat> that's where that open six must pay more than five. And that's open. Up to and that's open point sixes, right? You can still have, yeah. you can still have a six horse hitch. It just wouldn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be a point class, right? Yeah, a show can hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah a yeah. show can hook two sixes and just pay out twenty five hundred each six, but only one six would be a point class. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and you know the way I talk about it with is in the last week or two with folks is you know my wife and I we put on and with the hope of family put on small shows in the past and hope to do that in the future and our small show really won't be affected. It's, we've got one 
open six and the payout's the same. But when you go to a bigger show and you've got to hook that six, three nights in a row, two nights in a row, family group like us is some of my crew members get pretty tired by the, the third night of the six and having a little bit extra premium there to, to pay a, an, another, you know, member to, you know, from home to come along hotel and all those things. You just got to have a little bit bigger crew as a family by that third night. And with this minimum coming up, it's going to make it a little bit easier uh, because that, that premium is going to be there to help support some of those costs, you know, at those bigger shows where you're, you're hooking two, three, so nights in a row. Absolutely. Partying wouldn't have anything to do with that. eh, Carl, it depends on the crew member. Some of the younger crew members, the third night, you know, they yeah, get a little more expensive. Yeah, they're, they're dragging for different reasons than some of the other crew members who, you know, uh, and I'm in this category. You know, my knee and my back gets a little tired by night three, and and uh, and so I got to get a little extra help. So yeah, those it, it just depends on the crew member. Absolutely. And the price of everything and just things keep going up and changing. And Doyle, um, I'm going to go to you a little bit on this. What are your thoughts on this proposal that passed by the members? Well, I think it's a great proposal. And and I think uh, Mark and Kevin did an extraordinary job of explaining it and laying it out there. And we just, uh, what I hear is confusion, which the guys mentioned, and if we can, and we have to, it's not if we can, we have to get the confusion alleviated from the guidelines and the bylaws, and I think we're going to be fine. And we just, you know, everyone thought every six you hooked had to pay $5,000, when in fact, uh, that's not true. And so if we get the confusion out there, which this podcast or the confusion eliminated i think uh which this podcast is going to help do uh, i think you'll see a lot of uh, acceptance number one from the exhibitors and number two from the shows also yep and just one more point this will go into effect starting march 15th of 2022 okay very good. And once again, I've said, I've said this before, back when we were, or the members were voting, I said this, but anytime uh, members have any questions, feel free to reach out to the board. Any one of these fine gentlemen would uh, love to take time and, and talk to you and explain any of these new passes to you. The uh, Another one that passed was the um, five hitches from each breed instead of four, make it making it to the finals. Um Kevin, I know this is one that you were behind quite a bit. And how do you think um, the positives on this thing, and how do you think this will it, uh, affect um, the shows and hitches going forward? Well, I think it uh, it's it's going to be a good thing for our for our membership. I believe we've got a lot of people that are passionate and that are out there chasing points. And uh, I think right now, it just <clears throat> with the facility that now that that show is in Shipshawana. And uh, the public support we're getting out of that area and the sponsors that want to take advantage of it, I think it was the right move. And uh, I think it'll just help help capture that excitement and move our industry forward and, and give three more hitches the right to come and enjoy the finals. Um, and, and moving forward, it, uh, it's, 
it's it's got our industry, I think, in a real positive spot. Um, just as far as that public persona of of more hitches coming to the finals and packing that stadium and people coming to the mech to see uh, you know an extra go round and uh, the cart classes that the finals committee have done a great job of adding and uh, the participation and making that show just uh, you know another you know, a little bit longer for people to come and enjoy. So I think it was a good thing. I was glad to see it passed. It was close. It was, it got over two thirds support. Obviously I think it was, it was a 70, 72% mark or 70% membership support. Yeah. Right in there. Right um, around 70. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, uh, it was, uh, the board had discussed this in great depth in, in August and we had took a, a vote on it at that time. And the results were representative of what the membership voted for. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, I think it was the right move. And I know, I know the finals committee is really excited and looking forward to, uh, to moving forward with it. And I think, uh, we've had a lot of people call. That's probably been one of the most questions I've faced here in the last week has been, uh, is it going to go into effect right away? And, um, we had a board call on, uh, this was on Thursday to discuss that or Friday to discuss that. And, uh, uh, we kind of left it up to the finals committee to make that decision. And uh, they decided that they were in support of it. So we will be seeing five finalists this year at the finals of each, uh, of each breed. Yep. And to add on to that a little bit, you know, it was 12 right from the beginning, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously not near the amount of hitches showing you know, at that, time. at that time that are now. So yeah, you know, it passed and Viper breed and, be uh, be exciting. I'm sure. Yeah, just exciting a quick, race. Just just a quick question on that. So, if uh, is that going to be incorporated into the bid form so that it's up to five, or yeah, I guess- it's it's going to go into the bid form. It's uh, it's going to be left at the discretion of the host um, moving forward with the bid. So it's going to be a maximum of five. And uh, they'll have the the host committee that gets that. We'll have the the discretionary to say no. We only want to take four, or we want to take five from each breed. From each breed, yeah. We would like to thank our friends from Equilite Premium Equine Nutrition, helping your horse reach their maximum genetic potential. Because good health happens from the inside out. For nutrition questions or dealership information, contact Michelle Everett at 505 269 2571. Once again, 505 269 2571. Equilate. And like you said, Kevin, too, five from each breed, it kind of adds to the show and there's a whole nother heat to watch, um, more horses to look at. So, Carl, going to you for a minute here um, as a hitch owner, and, and do you feel like this will drive more hitches to push for the finals, or um, what are your thoughts on this proposal? Yeah, I think it's going to make things a little more exciting, um, you know, having that extra hole, if you will, for each breed. You know, I think it's going to, it's going to definitely add, you know, some hitches that felt like in the past they they really didn't have a shot to make that top that top bit. Now they feel like okay, we can we can hit a couple shows here or there. And then as the general fan, it's just going to be that much more exciting to see who gets in there watching those points because if you really look over the past several years, that that 
fourth to fifth to sixth, you know, point spread is really tight and you don't know what's going on until the very end, you know, really ever. And, you know, if you're just the general fan, or if you're, you know, hitch like us who, um, who really kind of watches and wants to be part of the excitement to see who gets in, you know, is your buddy from a local state get in or is somebody on the, on the coast. I think that adds some, some excitement. And the other thing I think it does is it makes the, you know, the breed champion that's awarded at the end of the year, whether it's to, uh, total points gained or if it's the, the breed champion at the, sh- the finals itself, you know, is now an even bigger deal of being top Belgian, top Clyde, top Pertrin, um, you know, whether you didn't make winning the whole thing, just being your breed champion at the finals is now a little bit harder and a little and even more prestigious. So I think there's, there's lots of benefits, you know, from, for everybody, whether you're one of those five or you're just someone who's excited about it. And Doyle, you're a businessman and a money man. Um, and Kevin kind of brought light to, uh, to me about this here earlier this summer about how much with, with the economy, the way it is, and then the money these, you know, people are spending on horses and, you know, equipment and everything, it trickles down to the wagon makers, the harness makers, the feet salesmen, the, tack people selling tack or the horseshoers everybody so if you add another hitch to the finals um i feel like that maybe you know that sixth seventh eighth in the points those people will you know drive on and it's, it's good for everybody isn't it Noel? well i think i think the buzzword that we're all you're looking for here is the economic multiplier and yeah you know it it's going to trickle down, but I think, you know, yeah, it may take a bit of pressure off some folks that have been in the top three or four or five in past years. But I think what the proposal is really going to do is it's going to add excitement to the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth place hitches out there. And it's going to enhance number one, their desire to make it because there's a larger chance of them making it now. And yeah, they're going to they're going to spend a few dollars to do it. Uh so yeah, I think it's I think it's really going to benefit if you may uh the second shelf or 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 the folks that have strived for to get there but have ended up fifth or sixth over the past year. I think they're going to push a little harder uh to get in the top 5. Yeah, absolutely. The one, the one thing too, I'd want to just add in there is this year was the first year I was able to attend the finals. And I think I was one of only 10 Canadians that were actually there. Jason and Celeste Hill, Amy LeClaire, the Robertson girls, um, half of our membership, half of this organization technically was not even allowed to take part in that with the border being closed. You put that to five next year in increase the Ontario people that'll come down to see that the people from the West coast, the people from the East coast, that will just come just to watch the show. You know, I think that arena is already selling out, but I would be seriously thinking about getting your tickets early next year. If that border's open, um, because I know there's a pile of Canadians that want to go down there and take part in it. Absolutely. Kyle, do you have any, uh, any questions um, about uh, any of uh, this or any thoughts? Not really, other than just the fact that, um, just to bring, I guess, to, and, and Kevin mentioned it earlier, I believe, but 
the uh, the proposals to get passed, they went out to the membership to get voted on, and and they had to pass by two thirds vote because there were bylaw changes to the the classic series bylaws. So, I mean, they got overwhelming support these changes uh, in order to be changes. So, um, whether you agreed with them or not, I mean, that's just the beauty of democracy, I guess. You got to get behind it when when the majority. And then, in my opinion, you, you, everybody has to get behind it, obviously. Yeah, 100%. And that and you hit the nail on the head, uh, Kyle. You know, it's one of them things where us as a board didn't make the change. The membership did. And it takes a, like, it takes 67% is a large, is, is a really big percentage of people to vote to make a change. Like it, it takes really strong support on something to change. And, you know, three out of the four did. So the membership spoke and uh, like you said, everybody needs to get behind it and get the ball rolling on it. Absolutely. And I think um, some great changes definitely coming And And the 2021, just kind of looking back, um, I guess, overall guys as the board um, coming out of, you know, coming out of COVID and you had, you know, some of the some of the older shows not started up yet um, in 21, but some of the the what we call pop up COVID shows that happened last year, um, they kept going. But all in all, it was a great uh, some new shows, some old shows. It was a great year, wasn't it, guys? I mean, going coming out of a year like we did last year, um, I think a lot of positivity and and a lot of good things happening for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean. I had three different people approach me at the finals about putting on a show and uh, you know, that people just want to be a part of it and host these sixes. Cause everybody sees the, you know, the crowd, these people, you know, these big horses draw and whether it's a little fair or a big fair or just a standalone show, I mean, um, we're getting bigger and, and uh bigger following and comes with that. And a lot of that is, you know, some live streaming that's been happening. And uh, of course, General Giants giving us some airtime on, you know, Cowboy Channel RFD TV helps. And um, it's, it's a growing industry. And, and uh, looking back, I mean, the point chase this summer was unbelievable. And there was a few times uh, where us as a crew sat down after a six and added up the points. We seriously did. And uh, when there was another show going on, maybe, and we found results on that, and it, the next morning or sometime we would sit down and, you know, add up the points. And I, I don't think we were the only crew that did that. Like, there was there was a lot of people that did that, and it was just a, just a lot of excitement. And, and then another thing that brought excitement was when Kevin and Pierre had that sale this summer. You know, the, you know, everybody was there. Like, I mean, not everybody, but I mean, there was a large amount of people that were looking for horses and uh, that went to that sale. And I, I thought that was just great middle of the, se- middle of the summer. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was just an exciting year all the way around coming off COVID. I couldn't, it couldn't have went any better. I didn't think. Oh, the, the trickle down effect that we're seeing in our industry right now from the guys that are selling horseshoes to the guys that are, you know, selling halters. It's, it's. I myself, we sell a lot of horses and we're getting, I'd say a call a day for guys looking for 
chore teams and they're they're 30 year old 40 year old men and women that have you know bought a little bit of an acreage and they want to kind of get back to their roots and you know do some sleigh rides and that kind of stuff it's i've never never in my life have we ever got that you know so i mean we've got a lot of excitement around this whole this whole everything whether it's from the finals or just the county fairs and sitting there at the finals talking to all these people that were coming in uh, the Croft family from uh, Buffalo, Missouri, um, they had bought a horse at my sale. And we met them there. And we were out there uh, this weekend, actually, and talked to them a little bit. And they're planning a show for, I think it's in June. Um, they're having a little show out there, new guys to the industry that want to get involved. And I know they spoke to Laura and Josh about wanting to be a wagon sponsor um, at the finals. So, I mean, we've got a lot of new people that are coming into this. And I think it's uh, it's it's exciting to see. There's no doubt about it. I mean, my girls grab the remote now and they can run YouTube, and they're looking at gentle giants on the on the internet all the time. So it's uh, it's pretty fun to watch it all unfold and be here and be part of it. Speaking of YouTube, um, Pam, you know Pam has done such a great job um, with the gentle giants and RFD TV, and and um, she also has, like you were saying, has and a lot of people don't know this, but does have a YouTube channel. Um, I think it's under, is it General Giants or Drive 6? Drive is 6 Horses. Drive 6 Horses. Um, if you just put in Drive 6 Horses or whatever, the Classic Series YouTube channel pops up and you can watch um, finals videos or whatever on there. All the Hall of Fame videos are on there. And yeah, she's put she's put some content on there, but we need to get more on there. We need subscribers. And I think That's another thing, need. good thing that happened was uh, that Drive 6 Um I think that'd be a good stamp that'll stick for a lot, a lot of time. People remember that. Yeah. Laura did a great job with the brand marketing on that and the, the new apparel that she came out with trying to promote that. And uh, yeah, I kind of tying it back into moving forward, our committee support to help build this, you know um, I mean, the guys that are on this call here tonight or this podcast tonight, I mean, we're not like Doyle said, he, he passed uh, Kansas state, but he wasn't in the computer age. Of it. Like we need, we need some help from some membership to, to grow this thing, you know? And uh, if you guys are out there and wanting to get involved or you've got some technical skills, you know, definitely help us out. Cause uh, it's uh, the more we can build this, I think the better it's going to be for our, our membership as a whole. We would also like to thank Penwoods Pertrans, specializing in ship-chilled semen. Once again, with a powerful stallion lineup here in 2021. If you have some mares at home that need bread, make sure you check them out. They have the Tripcrest Ladies Man Horse, Bellevue Crown Royal, Thunderhill Crosby, Recount, list goes on and on. Check them out on Facebook, or you can call them 814-364-9917 or 814-364-2183. Chad and Ronicle, Penwoods Pertrans. So Doyle, what do you moving into in twenty twenty two calendar year here? Um, what would you, what are you wanting to see, or what kind of change, or or what are your thoughts going forward, or um, what do you want to see here in the next year? Well, uh, I just uh, funny you would ask. I, I was just sitting here listening to you guys uh, regarding twenty twenty one, and there there is a big positive came out of twenty twenty one. That being if this organization and the membership can be as successful in 2021, which call it a problem year, a COVID year, whatever, 
look at the accomplishments in 2021, how much better or how much can you advance in a somewhat normal year, which we think 2022 is going to be? And I, I, I guess my going forward, uh, what I'd like to see is more membership involvement. And, and I think everyone has kind of touched on that. And membership involvement is committee members. And, and Kevin just said, if you have skills that will help advance this organization, technical skills, uh, sponsorship acquisition skills, talk to one of the board members, talk to one of the committee chairmen and get, I mean, get the membership totally involved and totally helping with the organization. Yeah, there's a board, but the board can't, the board can't make the advancements without membership involvement. And it's going to take effort and time on everybody's part. But I think in a, again, a normal year, uh, this thing can make advancements and get more people excited and interested in, if nothing else, just going to a show within 50 miles of your house and watching the six. And I think that's the more involvement by the membership and interested people is what's going to make this organization move forward. Absolutely. Um, Carl, I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, what do you what do you want to see going forward? And I think what Doyle was saying too, kind of bring light to that. I think these subcommittees that you guys as a board is going to, are going to be putting together is going to be great to get more people involved. Um, I think I'm excited about that these subcommittees. But Carl, go ahead, kind of your thoughts on moving forward. Well, I'll jump on with the, the subcommittees. You know, a year ago or so, you know, I got the opportunity to be a part of the youth cart, uh, you know, subcommittee and. That was a great way for me to initially get involved, and and I had no plans to even run uh, to be a board of director. But getting involved, you know, seeing the inner workings was a great way for me to to take a step in to be involved and help with the industry that then blossomed to this. So I think there's there's a that those subcommittees are a great way, and I, it, also with that, you know. I think it's important that we have people on those subcommittees, but I think it's also important that as new shows, you know, we've talked about people talking about bringing on new shows who maybe haven't been show managers. Those subcommittees are going to be a great resource for these people getting started to say, I want to put a show on at my county fair. What are the logistics? What are some of the challenges? Because, you know, they shouldn't have to reinvent the wheel if they want to put on a show. So having those those committees that they can reach out to and, and get some of those basic questions answered, uh, I think is going to be key. You know, me personally for 2022 as a board of director, I want to, I want to better understand our membership. You know, how far are people driving to get to a show? Uh, what drives them? You know, some people are driven by points. Some are driven by, you know, fun. Some are driven by a little bit of other, everything. So that's something as a board of director, I'd, I want to better understand our, our membership as a whole. And then I agree with Doyle that 2022 is exciting because things should be open back to normal. It should be from day one in 2022, exciting every day. Absolutely. Kyle, what, uh, do you have any, any questions for any of these guys? You past president, you've been there, done that. You know what these guys are going through. Um, you have any questions for the board? 
Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, it's, uh, oh, you get lots of phone calls and people chewing your ass. Sometimes you just got to kind of smile and, and, uh, communicate. And I think that's the key to it all is just good lines of communication with both the membership and, and as a board, um, one of the things the last year I was on the board, um, I came up with this idea of starting the youth cart series and, and then it turned into the a scholarship program. And I said, well, maybe we'll, you know, take a year and kind of get it really well organized. And Doyle's like, well, let's start it right now. <laughs> I'll never forget him saying, there's no sense in waiting. Let's just go. And, uh, that's been a, it's just spiraled in a positive direction and just, uh, get Kevin and then Carl, maybe who are both involved in that. To, to touch on the youth cart scholarship fund and the youth cart series and, and the direction of it a little bit. Uh, I think it's a pretty important part of the classic series moving forward. Yeah, it's been a, when I, when you called me about it, Kyle, at first I had, I knew about it, but I wasn't aware of the depth at which it went. And uh, I'm the chair of that committee. Carl's uh, been involved in it actually longer than I have. Um, and once we once we got together and we had three four phone calls trying to organize structure and and try to get some uh get some the word out there to get some applications in um we ended up giving out sixty five hundred dollars this year um to nine applicants um and uh, carl developed a, a scoring um spreadsheet uh where tracy brockoff scott seymour myself abby powell uh, and chris cottrell uh they're all members of the, our committee and we got together over a probably about a two week process reviewed all the applicants did our own scoring and then had a follow-up meeting to give the money out. Um, and then once we were able to do that is when I kind of could see that the benefit of everyone tells me, well, what does a classic series do for me? Um, and it showed me that we're working on building the strength of our youth through this program. And not only the $6,500 that we were able to raise, but I want to touch a bit on Doyle's point about having the right people helping you. Um, we were able to to get some donated items and some purchased items um, that we auctioned off at the Celebration of Champions Banquet at the finals itself. And going in there, I had a goal for myself. I said, we want to be able to continue to maintain that bank balance we have. So if we give out whatever, $7,000, $10,000 of scholarships, whatever it is that year, I said, I want to be able to fundraise enough money to keep that bank balance at the same value. That was my our goal. Um, we got Doyle to auctioneer and we had a great room with a lot of people and we ended up raising almost $53,000 that night. Um, a hundred percent of that money, um, was from people that were there and buying items that were donated. Um, and that money is all going back to the youth scholarship. Um, and when I seen that, I kind of said, you know what, people that are in this room, not only support this, but they believe in it the same way we do. Um, so I said, my goal for this year for our committee is we want to try to get double the applicants is what we'd like to get. Um, we want to put this money out to people that are going to school or going to a vocational school or going on to for higher education. It doesn't have to be college universities. It has to be some kind of program to enrich themselves. We want to get that money out there to the people that are involved in our industry. Um, and, we would not have been able to do it without the right people helping us get there. 
Um, and the sideline of it is, is these kids get to participate in a classic series cart class um, that, and they can tally points throughout the year. Membership to the youth that wants to participate is free. Um, it's free to the show. It's free to the youth. And it's uh, any youth cart class, any show can be eligible for the youth to gather points. And it's not a point. Um, the point total does not uh, determine who gets a scholarship and who doesn't. The scholarship is a merit-based program. But we will crown a high point and a reserve high point, which this year the high point was Miss Kenza's Zubrod and the reserve was Miss Marisa's Supers. Um, so, I mean, seeing the look on those kids' faces, they were both able to attend the, the finals and get their presentation in front of the, the crowd of the Celebration of Champions. And I know they liked it. And, uh, you know, it was it was nice to see that. So if anybody sits there and tells you, well, the Classic Series 6 horse hitch is only helping the people that are going to the finals, um, they should come and they should have looked at the, the look on those kids' faces that we were giving them scholarships to. Um, and after we got that all done, we kind of did a debrief here with our with Abby and and our, our committee told them what the report was and how much money we raised and everybody couldn't believe it. You know, we were fabric, fabric lasted and I think Doyle and some cookies had a lot to, or crackers had a lot to do with that <laughs> success of that night. Right, Doyle? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, it was just a great, great group of people, and they did it for the right reasons. We would like to thank Ship Shawana Harness and Supply in Ship Shawana, Indiana. Mr. Bob Schrock, if you're looking for products for the show ring or at the farm from A to Z, anything you need, horse nutrition, tack, you name it, make sure you check them out, shipshawanaharness.com. Follow them on Facebook or visit their shop in beautiful Ship Shawana, Amish country, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 4 p.m., and Saturday, 8 a.m. till 12 noon. Call Mr. Bob Schrock, 260-768. 7254 for all your draft horse needs. Well, I think to add to that, um, for starters, I think it creates a lot of excitement within the youth. I mean, I, I know my daughter's young and, and she's my oldest daughter's seven turning eight. And so she's just starting to drive. And I mean, we got to check the point standings already because she's been in a few peewee cart classes and it's kind of like, really? But anyway, she's excited about it. I mean, it's it's created crazy excitement with her. And we go to the barn and she wants to drive and practice for the cart now, just basically for that series. So I think that's one thing that it does really positive. The other thing uh, to touch on what Kevin said, like the whole purpose of fundraising was to give the money out. I mean, as far as, as far as I'm concerned, and and I'm sure you guys can attest to this being on the committee, um, the money's not going to get hoarded in a, in a bank account somewhere and not given out. I mean, you're raising that money to give it out. So, uh, I think that's the important part of it too. Oh yeah, definitely. We had three applicants from Canada this year. Um, and the balance were from the U S and, uh, anywhere from equine school to, uh, to vet college, you know, uh, equine dentist school, one girl was going to, um, was Ivy kid, you know? So, yeah, I think it was, you know, the program is working, you know, and, uh, we've got our hurdles going forward here. You know, Abby was a great asset and a tremendous supporter of our, of our uh, committee here. And she brought up a, a really good point here the other day about, you know, obviously we're not going to 
give out all of our money in one year. So we're going to try to create an endowment fund here that we can earn a little bit of interest um, as we're going forward and continue our fundraising efforts um, to, so that we can give this money out and get it working, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, just to, you know, Carl, I, I know you were involved in the process longer than I have, you know, you were the guy that came up with that template we use for the scoring. So give us your thoughts on it. You've been involved in the process. Yeah. You know, trying to streamline the process so that you can almost take a blinded look at the applications. But I agree, moving forward, we really want to promote getting every kid who's thinking about, who's, who's graduating high school, thinking about, you know, going to courts, chiropractic school, uh, vocational school, or, you know, firefighter school. It really doesn't matter where they're headed. It's going to cost them something, and we want to help out. And whether they should go to a couple shows a year or they go to 30 shows a year, you know, we strongly encourage put your application in, tell us, you know, some of the things for those of you who haven't seen the application, you know, we're curious about why, why the kid, why do you love the draft horses? You know, what have you learned from it? Um, why has it made you a better person? And I think those of us who've done it a long time know, uh, you know, all the benefits of being a youth in this industry. Um, then we want to hear that. That's part of the application process. And, you know, what are you going to do with with your next step in education? So I agree. Big step moving forward is to get as many kids to participate uh, in the classes and those who, who are graduating to apply and to, to get some support because we definitely want to give it out. Yeah, and, and we did the board of directors just the last week um, filing the once the bylaw results have came back in. All of us have been on the phone talking to these shows and answering questions and stuff just because we knew there was a bit of, of you know, confusion there. Um, and I talked to a couple of shows and, and all these shows had kind of expressed some interest in getting more involved. So if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you've got some questions, um, not only myself, any board member. Uh, has the answers we have the resources to try to, to help you guys get your show involved with the youth uh, scholarship as well as the youth cart series um, check us out at drive6.com uh, there's a link in in that page uh, that will bring you to the youth cart um, you reach out to me Kay wilson at uh, naclassicseries.com um, or anybody that's on that committee um, you know we'd, we'd like to get some more shows involved to get some more participation out there and and to help promote our youth so uh, if you're out there and you got questions uh, we got answers so give us a holler if the youth don't want to drive draft horses we don't have an industry um, going down the road um, we touched a little bit on the celebration of champions and once again hats off to Josh and Laura Mitchell I feel like the Celebration of Champions is the biggest night for the Classic Series, the biggest night of the year. And it's not just for the finalists. It's not just for the winner of the six or the reserve. We're giving out awards and things that got added this year, more positive, I guess, here in 2021 that we haven't touched on yet, was voting for best male driver, best female driver, the best show um, best shod, like all these awards and what a sportsmanship, f- sportsmanship. What a fun night. I mean, that night has become huge. How many people? 800? No. Was it 800 people? I think it was. Yeah, it was right around there. It's Jared. like 800 people, Kevin, that walked through those doors and we it just had a blast. And it was just a night of celebrating 
the classic series, the draft horses, the six horse hitches, you name it. What a fun night. And I'm, I already look forward to next year and I feel like it's just going to get bigger and bigger and better each and every year. Oh yeah. It's a, it's an event first class. Like you, I, again, it was my first year. You guys were maybe fortunate to take advantage of it, not only as competitors, but as, as people before, but it's that finals committee does a great job. Every aspect of that from the, the placement of the meal to the tables, to the, where the auction items goes, like there's a plan in place for that. And it's a, it's a well-organized, well-run event. So look forward to having some more Canadians down there next year to party. So. Absolutely. And I think we're going to wrap up unless there's something else you guys want to talk about or cover. Um, just go ahead and interrupt me. But um, I want to give a shout out again to, to Pam Minnick and J- Joe Barron. We were kind of talking about the, the finals here, but I want to thank Pam and RFD TV and what she does for the Gentle Giants and um, Drive6.com, the YouTube channel, Drive Six Horses. Um, so just check your local listings on your TV because they rerun the, uh, the finals on uh, RFD TV throughout the year. So thanks to them here at the Redrive. We do want to thank all of our sponsors for um, jumping on board. Uh, we didn't know what we were doing starting out, but uh, we've learned a lot. I want to thank to the people that, um, you know, yeah, our sponsors. It's, it's been a great year. It's a great time. Um, the new board members, congratulations, Carl and Doyle. Um, it'll be fun working with you guys going down the road here. And um, Kyle, thanks to you for always taking the time um, and jumping on, um, even though you're not on the board anymore. Um, Kevin, Mark. He's uh, on the marketing committee. So He is yeah, on the marketing he committee. He is still on the board. Okay. Don't let him off the hook that easy. Big shout out to Logan and Jaron. Logan, especially for making all our screw ups sound good, and and Jaron for his golden voice on here. Yeah, hundred percent. Those two are the. I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to end up by thanking Kelly and Larry for their efforts and accomplishments and their contributions to this organization over the last how many years? Also. You got it, Doyle. Very Absolutely. well said. Well, and, yeah, they, and to pile on Doyle there, uh, I had the privilege of working with those two uh, and Doyle for a long time on the board, and and it was just a fantastic group of people. I think it really it really pushed the organization into a, into a great direction uh, when they were on the board. Yeah, Kelly sends her regrets. She's unable to attend today with us, but... Uh, She's she's going to stay on the Classic Series Card Committee and the Bylaw Committee. So uh, she's some. She said she wanted to stay involved, and uh, I know her her work won't end when she goes off. And uh, I know uh, the late Larry. He was instrumental in getting a lot of us on here. So uh, yeah, he'll. Uh, I think we've got a great board moving forward, and looking forward to working with you guys, Doyle and Carl and Kyle and Mark. You you think you deserve a lot of credit too because you. Uh, I'm part of the group chats and when we've been real busy with harvest here, you guys are brainstorming ideas for two months down the road of episodes. So you guys, Jaron, Logan, Kyle, and Mark, you guys are really put a lot of your heart and soul into this. And I know the membership's been real supportive of it, but it's you four people that have really dedicated a lot of your time to it. So I think the membership owes you guys a, a deep, deep gratitude and I want to say thank you. I appreciate that, Kevin. Thank you. Absolutely. So, I think that's going to be a wrap. Um, Any of our listeners have any comments or questions at any time, um, you can drop by the Reinhold Tack and Western Wear mailbag podcast at naclassicseries.com. We would love to hear from you. 
Everybody have a great uh, new year. Happy new year to each and every one of you. And we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you drop by our Reinhold Tack and Western Wear mailbag, podcast at naclassicseries.com. Once again, podcast at naclassicseries.com. Any questions or feedback you might have, we would love to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great week, and we'll see you down the road.